I did hours of research, literally combing the internet for articles from CBS, ESPN, RotoWire, Sports Ethos, my home, NBC Sports Roto World, right? Twitter feeds. I watched tons of YouTube videos. I spent countless hours so you don't have to. I'm doing the work for you. And in this episode, we're going to lock in to prepare you for week 15 of the fantasy basketball season. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan that plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. It's playoff time, and the road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, a lot is happening in the fantasy basketball world. Like the biggest thing is a bunch of injured players, right? People that we've been waiting for. You've had them in your IR. Some of you guys only have one IR spot. You got a one IR spot league, please drop it in the comments and let me create a video on TikTok for your league commissioner to beg him to, to, to just convince him to have additional injured reserve spots. So we got Coming back from injury, we just had Cade Cunningham, which is amazing. If you follow the channel, you know how high I am on Cade Cunningham. Also, we have an exciting return for Mr. Evan Mobley. He's going to be coming back early in week 15. I believe Monday they um, are saying he might be coming back. And then someone that I'm kind of on the fence about, not really sure, but I do have him in a couple of spots. And I'm talking about my man Cameron's arch nemesis, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is returning. I believe he's probable for Monday. So we might see him in action as early as Monday. So it's a lot happening. We also had a bunch of injuries. Um, you know, Julius Randle has a show a dislocated shoulder, which is like terrible news for Knicks fans, for basketball fans, and for fantasy managers who invested in Julius Randle this season. So it's heartbreaking. But speaking of hearts, we do have the heart attack, aka Josh Hart hitting the scene. He will be one of the people that we talk about a little later on in the show. So before we dig into all of that, I want to go ahead and share with you our schedule just to kind of lay out the framework for what to expect this week. So for week 15, we have a busy week, a super busy week, not much streaming action happening, uh, so you really want to pay attention and prepare accordingly. With that said, for week 15, on Monday, we have 12 games, an action-packed slate, Tuesday, 5 games, Wednesday, 10, Thursday, 4, Friday, 10 games, Saturday, 6 games, Sunday, 9 games. And then we have the four-game teams. 
teams that have four games in week 15. We have Boston, Charlotte, Cleveland, Denver, Houston, Indiana, the Clippers, Lakers, Memphis Grizzlies, Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks, Minnesota, Knicks, Thunder, Orlando Magic, Philadelphia 76ers, the Suns, the Trailblazers, Sacramento, the Spurs, Utah, and Washington. And then for our three-game teams, we have Atlanta, Brooklyn, Chicago, Dallas, Detroit, the Golden State Warriors, the Pels, New Orleans Pelicans, and um, the Toronto Raptors. Next, let's talk about the back-to-backs. On Monday and Tuesday, we have a back-to-back for Boston, L.A., the Knicks, Philly, and Utah. On Tuesday and Wednesday, we have the Chicago Bulls with the back-to-back. Wednesday and Thursday, we have Cleveland with the back-to-back. Thursday and Friday, we have Indiana, Memphis with a back-to-back. Then we have the Friday and Saturday back-to-back with it's a lot of back-to-backs. I feel like Drake out in these streets. It's like my, my show is turning into a daggone Drake cover concert. I'm going back-to-back. Okay, Friday and Saturday, we have Atlanta, Golden State, uh, Sacramento, and the Spurs. Saturday and Sunday, we just have Milwaukee with the back-to-back. Then we have the pseudo back-to-backs. As I explain every week, a pseudo back-to-back is not necessarily the, the days being back-to-back like a Thursday and Friday, Friday and Saturday, but they're two days that actually sandwich a game in the middle that you're unable to stream, right? That you're unable to stream. Thus the term pseudo back-to-back. It's almost like a back-to-back. So the Tuesday and Thursday back-to-back, because you can't stream on Wednesday, but you can stream on Tuesday and Thursday. For those teams, it's Boston, Indiana, the Lakers, the Knicks, the Sixers, and Utah. Then we have a Thursday and Saturday pseudo back-to-back. We got Cleveland, the Lakers again, New York Knicks, and Philadelphia 76ers. And then we're going to talk about the teams with the best schedules. We talk about quality games all the time. Quality games are the days, the games that fall in the days where you're able to stream. Basically, the term streaming in fantasy basketball is when you are cycling in players daily and weekly to fill in roster spots. So in fantasy basketball, some days you probably see that your league mate might have eight players playing where you only have four. And you're thinking to yourself, man, that's not fair. I don't think that's not not right, right? Well, this is what streaming is for. This is for you to kind of supplement, you know, those gaps in your roster by cycling in players. So identify the worst bottom two people on your on your roster and those are the people that you would drop and just fill in with streamable players. So, for for the three quality games, we have Boston, Indiana, the Lakers, the Knicks, the Sixers and the Jazz. For one quality game in week 15, we have Charlotte, Denver, Houston, the Clippers, Miami Heat, Minnesota, the Thunder, Magic, Suns, Portland Trailblazers, the Kings, and the Spurs. And the days that you can stream, very important, write this one down, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Those are the days that you want to target for streaming. So pay attention this this week because it's going to be super busy and you're not going to have a lot of opportunity to stream. So you want to make sure you're taking advantage of those streaming days, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Here are the top five waiver wire targets you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. So I talked about it a little earlier on, man. 
the whole situation with Julius Randle going down is heartbreaking, right? It's heartbreaking for the New York Knicks fan base, for fantasy basketball managers, and just basketball fans. Your man was killing. The Knicks are doing as good as they've done in years. But when we have an injury in fantasy, that means an opportunity is being created for someone else. And I believe that the person that will get the most out of this situation of Julius Randle being out is going to be my man, Josh Hart, the heartbreaker, the heartbreak kid, right? From the heartland. Like, it's going all the way down. Like, come on, man. If he is available on your waiver wire, go grab him now. Like, pause the video, pause the podcast, make sure you go get him right now. He is currently rostered in only 31.7% of ESPN leagues. He is also, in the last seven days, averaging seven rebounds a game, which is great, and one steal per game. One thing that's really important to know is that he had standalone value anyway, right? So Josh Hart is not someone who, because Julius Randle got injured, all of a sudden he became relevant. He's been relevant and been kind of a fringe, you know, rosterable type of player. Sometimes he gets dropped, depending on the size of your league. If you're in a deeper league, maybe he's been on a roster. But if he's available in a standard 12-team roster, 10-team roster, even an 18-team roster, I would go ahead and grab him just to see what happens. Because chances are, he will start in he will get into the starting lineup with the injury to Julius Randle. He doesn't necessarily play the power forward, right? But I think they'll move things around and he he does have the ability even though he's a small guy to play the small forward. He's been known to play the 3. So, it's really important that you take advantage when injuries occur to figure out who's the next man up and in this case, I believe the person we really want to focus on for the waiver wire this week is Josh Hart. So next up, excuse me. Next up, the next player I want to talk about is someone that honestly I've been waiting to talk about. I haven't mentioned him in any of the shows in terms of picking him up, but I probably talked about him and his brother during the offseason, somebody that I was targeting in many of my drafts with my later picks. I was trying to grab him and his brother. And no, I'm not talking about LaMelo Ball and Lonzo Ball, where they do that at, right? I'm not doing that. Of course, I'm talking about none other than one part of the Thompson twin duo my man, welcome to the show, Amin Thompson. Amin Thompson, in the last seven days, has averaged 21 minutes per game. I always talk about it. It's a stat that maybe we don't highlight enough in this space where people talk about usage. They talk about um, you know the stats that they have, the, the stocks, the blocks, the steals, the points, all of that, but just basic minutes. Right, minutes equal production, and him going from 16.5 minutes per game on the season up to 21 points is a very, very good sign. Right, this is the kind of signal that would lead to something special happening, especially in a team, you know, where on a team, I should say, where the coach rewards good play. So he don't care who you are, how long you've been around. 
like how old you are. As long as you're playing well, you'll get the minutes. So in the last seven days, he's averaged 21 minutes, but also 9.8 points, 6.5 rebounds, 4.3 assists. And check this out, y'all. 1.5 steals per game. You know how I feel about defensive stats. Like, that's where it's at. You know what I'm saying? It's some of the hardest stats to get. And also, in points leagues, in most scoring systems, they're heavily weighted. You know what I'm saying? They they are more valuable than a point in, in, or if, you, if you're rocking with traditional scoring systems. So go ahead and grab them. See how it goes. And I'm hoping that we can finally get what we've seen down here in the Atlanta area where I'm based, what he did in OTE was like remarkable and brought a lot of buzz to the city. And I'm excited to see what he does if given the opportunity. The next player we want to talk about is somebody that be raging. Like he be out here, you know what I'm saying, acting like he's in a mosh pit at a daggone Wu-Tang concert, blood on his eyes. He looked like a professional wrestler. I'm talking about none other than my man, Isaiah Stewart from the Detroit Pistons. So over the last seven days, Isaiah Stewart has been cooking. Cooking with hot grease. Talking bacon, bacon grease. Like hot, bubbling bacon grease. No avocado oil, no coconut oil, no vegetable oil. Just like animal fat. Like that's what I'm like. I'm talking about like the real deal. So in the last seven days, he's averaged 13.7 points per game, 7.7 rebounds, two assists, one steal, and there's more, 1.7 blocks per game. Your man is on fire. He is only rostered in 13.5% of ESPN leagues. Get yourself some Isaiah Stewart. Next up is somebody that I've been again, waiting for. Like, he's been on this show before, but it hasn't been because of this. Like, he is officially coming into his own, and the recent trades that his team did kind of led to this, you know, this, I guess, eruption, if you will, of, you know, stats and production that he's been putting up over the last couple of weeks. And it's been impressive, man. This is somebody that I'm high on. I think he could be a really good target in not just redraft leagues, but also in dynasty leagues from the Charlotte Hornets, Nick Richards. Nick Richards is only rostered in 10.6% of ESPN leagues. He's averaging over the last seven days, 30 minutes per game up from 24.8 what he averages on a season. But check this out. Come here. Your man is averaging over the last seven days 20.3 points per game. His season average, 9.7. That's a big deal. Terry Rozier just got traded. The chemistry on a team is kind of, you know, readjusting. And they probably, they might make more moves. You know what I'm saying? In the last seven days, he's also averaging 10 rebounds a game. Um, 0.7 assists, no steals, but this is the this is the the whopper. This is the big one. 2.7 blocks per game over the last seven days. Let that sink in. And it's not some fluke crap. It's not some fly by night. It's not a freaking fluke because on the season, 
he's averaging 1.4 blocks. That's what you want to pay attention to. When people have like big runs for a week or two, look at their season averages and see if it's not so far off. Because a player who's averaging 1.4 blocks per game is valuable to me. But if he has a run of 2.7, that's the kind of signal that you need to pay attention to when it comes to being successful at fantasy basketball. Uh, next up, my bad. Next up is a is another player that we've spoken about on the show. Somebody who we've been waiting for him to really come out of his shell and be the player that we believe he, he can be. And he's in a system where there are a lot of older guys, legendary Hall of Fame guys who kind of run the show and have the keys to the car. But he's making a claim that, hey, I'm the next I'm the next guy up and he's producing on that type of level from the Golden State Warriors. I'm talking about my man Jonathan Kaminga. Just like Nick Richards, he's been cooking over the last 7 days. Check this out. 34 minutes a game, up from 24 minutes a game. 26 points per game. Folks, the top is off. Boobies is out, hair blowing in the wind. Your man Kaminga is here. 26 points a game. Jeez. But he's averaging 14.5 on a season, which is still valuable. Seven rebounds a game. 2.3 assists per game. Check this out. 1.3 steals per game. So he is actually like flaming, like like flamethrower out here. He's like daggone Eminem in the booth on daggone Slim Shady first album. It's the Slim Shady EP. Like he's out here. Slim Shady LP, I should say. Like your man is spitting fire. And listen, Jordan Poole, we thought Jordan Poole was going to be the person to kind of take the baton. Clearly not the case. He's in the he's in the the cut with the baddies, so that's not going to happen. But Kaminga's looking focused. So I would grab him up to see what happens. So as you know, we want to provide as much value as possible. And, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the show that I did a bunch of research. Well, I do research for every show, right? So I do a bunch of research, but I just wanted to be very forward. On this episode in particular, I was very intentional about the time that I spent on gathering data and information for this episode. So I read a bunch of articles, watched a bunch of videos, saw what everyone else was doing in the space, looked at the rankings on hashtag basketball and on basketball monster and came up with my list for waiver wire as well as the buy low and sell high that we'll do in a little bit but i have a bunch of leftovers here so these first five guys that i shared with you josh hart amin thompson isaiah stewart nick richards and kaminga that's not necessarily in an order i don't do it in an order because it really depends on what you need for your team right but i do have the lightning round and i do a thing where I go, yes, which means I'm I'm definitely interested in the player. No, which is I'm not. And then maybe. So some would ask like, hey, well, why would you mention the player? Because if you're saying no to him, why would you mention him? I'm doing that because I want to do my due diligence. I'm One thing I always raise my hand and say, like, I don't know it all. I just do my best to gather 
the the that gather the information and the data and then make my assessment and then provide my point of view. So sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong. So I'm throwing all of these at you so you can make the best decision for your team. So let's get into this bonus lightning round for waiver wire ads. Aaron Nesmith, yes. Jaime Jaquez Jr., yes. Jared Vanderbilt, maybe. Santi Aldama, maybe. Jeremy Sohan, yes. Jeremy Sohan, yes. Brandon Miller, yes. Sam Merrill, maybe. Ayo DeSumnu, maybe. Uh, Simone Fantacchio, maybe. Marvin Bagley III, yes. Derek Lively, yes. Presa Chachua, heck to the no. Even with Randall out, even with Mitchell Robinson out, until I see something from pressures, I cannot. That's just me. Brandon Pajemski, maybe. I'm losing faith. Harrison Barnes, maybe. Jabari Walker, yes. Kevin Herter, emphatic, yes. Dylan Brooks, heck to the no. I am out on Dylan Brooks. Trey Murphy, maybe. Losing faith. Al Horford, yes. Alex Caruso, yes. Nas Reed, maybe. Norman Powell, yes. Luke Kennard, yes. Alec Burks, maybe. That's all I got for you on that one. Let's move into the next segment. Imagine having a personal sports expert in your pocket, ready to deep dive into your league, analyze your waiver wire, and provide winning strategies all through a one-on-one video call. Did it is more than just advice. It's a game-changing experience, offering you the unique ability to share your screen with me and literally go under the hood of your fantasy team. And here's the best part. Your first call is absolutely free, up to $25. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to elevate your game. Download the Did It app today and dominate your league. Here are the top three buy lows that you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. First up is a gentleman that has been up and down. I believe he's been on my sell high show. I I think he's been on a buy low before. He's somebody that I have faith in, but this could also just be an opportunity for you as we get ready to go into all-star break and then eventually into our fantasy basketball playoffs. This is a guy that I got my eye on. My first buy low, Paolo Banquero. Over the last 14 days, over the last two weeks, Paolo Banquero is ranked number 57 on hashtag basketball. But on the season, he's ranked number 31. So people are looking at him based on his last two weeks and they're like, he's kind of stinking up the joint and I'm not going to hold you. He might continue to stink up the joint, but that's a risk I'm willing to take, especially in points leagues. So if you have a manager in your league who's panicking about Paolo, this will be an opportunity to buy low. The next player we're going to talk about, I believe this is his debut on the show. He is from, he's playing in the Atlanta area, somebody that I am fond of for fantasy. And I believe he's also been the talk um, in some trade rumors. So there's 
some talks there there have been talks about him maybe getting moved from Atlanta, but that remains to be seen. I'm talking about your man and mine, Trey Young. Over the last two weeks, Trey has been ranked number 20 according to hashtag basketball. And on the season, he's ranked 12th. So he's been stinking up the joint according to his standards, right? Being top 20 in a, in a points league is great. It's not bad. But he's been in the top 10 at, at some points this season, and now he's actually ranked number 12. So this could be an opportunity to buy low on Trey Young. The next player we want to go over is someone that, man, like I wish I was higher on him in the offseason. I had some other guys ahead of him, but honestly, he has definitely lived up to the expectations that a lot of the folks in the fantasy basketball community had for him. And I think he's going to be a dominant force on the glass for years to come. The gentleman that I'm talking about from the Detroit Pistons is Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran over the last two weeks has been ranked number 80. On the season, he's ranked 68. So he's been underperforming according to what he's done this season, especially if you're in a category league and you're looking for rebounds. If you are a category league player and you have that category where you win some weeks and you lose another and you're like fringe with it, you're not so confident and it's rebounding, this is the kind of buy low target that could shift that. This man is grabbing 20, 16, like on a season he's averaging 11.6 rebounds per game, 13.8 points per game, 2.5 assists, and 0.9 blocks. Like super, super valuable, and he is underperforming according to his stats. And that's the top three. So this is super important. I've talked about it the last couple of weeks, but I got to really drive this home. You need to be a two-way player in fantasy. You need to be a two-way player. On the offensive end, you need to subscribe to the YouTube channel. On defense, we need you to listen to the audio podcast. And if you can, please leave us a review. It's like, it's one of the most important things. We spend hours and hours creating content for you so you can win your championship for free. And what we'd like you to do is be a part of the team, but play on both sides of the ball. We need you to be a two-way player. Offense, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Defense, listen to the audio podcast. Here are the top five sell highs you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. The first player I want to talk about is someone that has been kind of in a daggone stinky bucket of hot dog water for most of the season. There was some hope for his team to kind of get it together, but they haven't done so quite yet. I'm talking about my man from the Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. Over the last two weeks, Jaron Jackson Jr. has been ranked 22 according to hashtag basketball points leagues. And on the season, he's 42. So over the last two weeks, he's been 22. On the season, he's 42. I don't know what's going to happen when Bain comes back. Let me have a quick sip. Ah, 
throat getting mad dry. So I don't know what's going to happen when Bane comes back. Bane could very well, like, they might just shut him down for the season. We don't know what's going to happen. But I know that recently, Jaron Jackson has been doing his numbers, but with the Grizzlies being a huge question mark with not competing this year for a playoff spot, anything could happen. And if Jaron Jackson gets shut down, you're going to miss out. So it would be best to sell him now to try to see if you can move him in a trade now before any drama occurs in Memphis. The next player we want to talk about, I believe it is also a debut for him, especially in these categories, like only the best of the best. And this is somebody that I've not been high on uh, in years, but he is going off. I'm talking about from the Utah Jazz, Colin Sexton. Over the last two weeks, he's ranked number 35. On the season, he's ranked 104, y'all. Come on, man. I'm going to keep it a stack. I watched him play. He looked good. But I would, if I could like get some kind of an upgrade, I would definitely move him or even include him in a big package. Ayo. Next up, from the Cleveland Cavaliers, one of my favorite players. Man, when I was living in New York City, he actually was playing for the Nets and took a whole bunch of kids out to go get haircuts for free for the beginning of the school year. So after that, I was like, man, I really like this guy. Um, And he's having a really amazing run over the last few weeks. I'm talking about Jared Allen. Jared Allen has been ranked number 26 in points points leagues over the last two weeks. And on the season, he's ranked 54th. If you could could get your hands on Allen and, you know, get that, my apologies. If you could move on from Allen and get something back to get you an upgrade, that's something I would consider. I would definitely sell high on Jared Allen. And the last and the next player we want to talk about is someone who people are mad at. Like I was literally in a I think it was a Discord chat. Man, they was roasting this brother. They are mad at him. He has not performed where people drafted him and and people are like trying to move on, but he's had a pretty good run over the last couple of weeks. I'm talking about Mikael Bridges. Over the last 2 weeks, ranked 36 in points leagues ranked 59th on the season. So if there was a time to move him, this you might be able to like salvage the you know, the the draft capital that you invested in him. Salvage some of it. You won't get full a full refund on your capital, but you might get be able to salvage something. So I, I would consider selling high on Mikael Bridges. And the next player we want to take a look at Somebody who's been crushing it. Another Memphis Grizzlies player. Somebody that I really like. Vince Williams Jr. Over the last two weeks, your man has been ranked 62. He's like way down there in terms of his season ranking, but he hasn't really played. So he hasn't played that much, right? So now that he's getting some run, these are the kind of numbers he's putting up. I would not move him unless you was getting an upgrade or you were including him in some in some kind of a package that was getting you that was helping you to get a first round or second round guy. So don't just trade him for peanuts, right? I'm not doing that. Make sure that you try to get a substantial return on when if you put him on the market. 
Now let's open up the Believe in Fantasy Basketball mailbag. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. Basically what we do is we take questions from you, the community, specifically people who are in our Discord community. If you want to join our free Discord, all you have to do is visit believeinfantasy.com. They'll ask you for your email, put in your email, and then you guys will get sent a link to get in into the Discord. So with no further ado, let's dig right in and see what kind of questions these basketball sickos have for us tonight. Let's check it out. So first question, this one is from Nesquik. He says, how early do you start thinking about the schedule during fantasy playoff weeks? This is good. So I always advise, I always advise uh, our community members to start thinking about it sooner than later, right? I don't want you, when you're drafting, building your team for the playoffs because injuries happen, trades happen. I don't want you to do that. What I do want you to do is, especially during the fantasy um during the nba all-star break there's like a wonky fantasy schedule and this could be an opportunity for you to take some time make some deals to kind of build up a really good playoff schedule now one thing that i suggest to people is to not just look ahead on paper but to look ahead in your app so i would go ahead and recommend to you to go when go to when you're playing your playoffs and just set your lineups now and you can look at your lineups and kind of get a feel. And also, you're like preparing yourself mentally for the most important part of the season. Some people have great regular seasons, but they don't put the energy and time into the playoffs. And then they lose their championship. So I would recommend doing it. You can start now. Like, just go start setting your lineups for those weeks to kind of get an idea of what you're going to be dealing with and working with. All right. Next up. Uh, this this is a good question. Very general, generic question, but I love it. This one is from Mark Antison. He says, who is injured that I should be aiming to acquire for the playoffs? So Randall just went down. This is a great target, especially if you're in a position where you're winning and you have secured your playoff spot. You're not like s- scrapping to, to make it into the playoffs. This could be a great opportunity to grab Julius Randle. So that's who I would be taking a look at. Let's look at the next question. This one is from Tofu. I love that name. (laughs) T-O-E-F-U-E. That's so good. He says, what do you do with Cade and Mobley now that they are back? You play them. Yo, I'm so hyped that Kate is back. I got him in a bunch of spots. I got a little bit of uh, Mobley stock, but yeah, you play him, man. Don't don't try to get cute. Don't don't try to trade them away. Nothing like that. Let them rock and let them roll. You you fire them up and you let it go. Next up, this one is from Ira. Ira says, "What do you think Siakam will average now that he's on the Pacers?" I'm not sure what he's going to average, but in terms of fantasy production, I think he's going to kind of finish the season in the top 40, uh, which is good for him, you know, maybe even top 35. So I think he's going to I think he's going to be better in Indiana than he was in Toronto. So I'll say that. And I think that's all we have there. 
I got another one, but the, the question is buy lows and sell highs. We just did a whole buy low and sell high segment for our show. But now, but now that you are prepared to dominate in fantasy basketball, make sure you check out our episode about how to dominate in the fantasy playoffs. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at BelieveInFantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.